Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. We're all different. Our experiences and journeys are unique. Often, that translates into distortion patterns that are specific to you. That said, there's a group of distortion patterns that have been a fundamental part of the human experience that are so entrenched that we just assume that's the way things are in our reality. Today, we're discussing what these distortion patterns are, how they affect our experience of our lives, and how to eliminate them so you can experience yourself as you were meant to be. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration at the end is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. So let's get going. So what are the worst distortion patterns of all? Yeah. Um, to me, it's funny, you know, because we each have our own individual distortion patterns, right? Like what you run in terms of your distortions are obviously very different from mine because we have different lineage, we have different wounding, we have different past lives, so they're different. But the worst distortion patterns to all, of all, to me, are what I call foundational distortion patterns. And what I mean by that are distortion patterns that are intertwined with the human experience, which relate to or come stem from the coming down through the veil of forgetting, okay? Where we disconnect or forget that we are infinite indestructible consciousness integral to the oneness and the oneness integral to us. So which that's, we chose. Which we chose. Right. Yes, thank okay. you for pointing okay. that out. Yes, we absolutely chose to have this experience. We wanted to have the experience in the embodiment. It provides a tremendous amount of opportunity. And in the... Um, coming into the embodiment and in that forgetting, it's a massive forgetting. Just imagine, like, you know for eternity that you are infinite indestructible consciousness, right? That you're integral to everything and everything is part of you, and then suddenly you're not. <laughs> it's a big jump. It's a big jump. It's very, like, it's a big deal, yeah. you know? And so a lot of our... Um, feeling of disconnect from the divine stems from that moment where we pierce through the veil of forgetting. And so just to remind people, mm -hmm. based on something that you and I've talked about before, is the veil of forgetting is, um, and you know, that's actually quite light. It, it's more like a wall. Okay. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty significant. Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, no, the veil sounds like it's fluffy yeah, and light. <laughs> and yes, it's not really. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but it's this layer that you come through that we all agree to. Yeah. as we come into the embodiment. Now, the, why do we agree to this? We agree to the veil of forgetting because when you are in the embodiment and you have come through the veil of forgetting, you forget this massive thing that we just mentioned. Well, there's a lot then to transcend. And in that struggle mm -hmm. to transcend and to remember our true nature as infinite indestructible consciousness, there is a tremendous amount of growth and momentum that's given to us on the non-embodied realm. Okay, because you exist not just here, you exist as also this much larger infinite consciousness, right? Indestructible consciousness mm -hmm. that's having this experience and then you're just a fragment of this in the embodiment, right? Mm -hmm. So it allows that consciousness to increase its resonance level because you as a fragment of it, as an embodied fragment of it, are experiencing all of this obstacle, all of this challenge, all of this like stuff that you have to overcome and then overcoming it, which is pretty spectacular. So that's why we chose to yes. overcome the struggle yeah. and, and to feel the effects of Growth. Yeah, and to okay. remember that we are, to remember our true nature mm -hmm. because there's so much keeping us from it, right? right, right. Like we think we're finite. We yeah. think that we're just this physical body. Yeah. We don't really have much visibility into death. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we just, we don't know. Yeah. And so because there's so much unknown, right? Like to go, return to that state where you feel your brilliance, 
where you feel that expansiveness, that awe, that like connection to something bigger because you are that something bigger. That is huge because mm -hmm. there's so much challenge in what I said in terms of the finiteness, mm -hmm. the thoughts, the emotions, the pain body, the ego mind, all this sort of stuff. So why would we want to do that though? Yeah. You know? Because it's like I said, there's so much to transcend. And even in like the pain of it, right, mm -hmm. the challenge of it, there's something kind of glorious about it too, right? Mm -hmm. It's like a very human experience. It's like, why do you want to go to Paris? You know, Got it. you go to Paris because you want to eat baguette yeah. and you, you want to experience the beauty there, you know, yeah. the, the architecture and the design and all that sort of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Like m most people, well, many people who travel want to go and immerse themselves in that experience yes. because it's different from what they experience. So right? our spirit wants to immerse itself in the experience it's of human. It. Exactly. Yes. Because I know I always go back to this in my mind, like spirit can't touch things. That's right. And smell things yeah. and taste things. Yeah. And, talk to sit like it's a yeah. whole different it's just pure bliss yeah versus like getting to do these cool human things, things. Yeah. yeah or even like grief okay right which is terrible right, right. honestly because right. like, you know it's it's a horrible feeling but that like the rawness of that grief you don't feel that on spirit level when you're disembodied consciousness kind of floating around it's kind of diffuse you mm -hmm. know what I mean like emotions not as like ah you yeah, know as like visceral weird. yeah exactly or like even like heartbreak which can be really traumatic for people right I'm not saying it's glorious I don't say I'm not suggesting wallow in it but there is this like you know like for example your first love right when you break up with oh, them and it's like yeah. so terrible right yeah and it's like very very painful but the pain of it, the like getting over it, all of that's so human, you know what I mean? It's better to have loved and lost no, than to never, never love loved. at all. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's true it's though, yeah. right? Yeah. Because you you get all that experience and mm -hmm. um, and I'm not even talking about the positive emotion, yeah. right? And like there are moments where like um, of like courage, right? That people, well, they do something like extraordinarily moving. It's such a small thing, but yet we can be like, um, like um, there's this little... Um, thing that I was watching, so I'm not on social media very often. There was uh, this little clip that caught my eye. It looked like Brazil or something like this, but this little boy was out with a cloth. He was probably like five, okay, cleaning cars, like mm -hmm. in a traffic jam, yeah. right, for money, yeah. right? So he would spray it and then he would wipe. Anyway, so he's standing there and he's like wiping like the back door of a car and the window rolls down and there's a boy who is about his age. Okay, so that's okay. And so these boys are looking at each other. They're the same age, but very different. One's in a BMW and one's cleaning the car. Okay, very different. But the, the boys don't really know that. So anyway, the boy inside the car gives the boy outside a car like a little car that he's playing with. So the boy takes it and he rolls it on the ground and he gives it back to the, car, the, the boy. And the boy says, oh, I've got one too. So they start playing cars like outside the window. And then he's got another, he's got a truck. So he gives the kid the truck. So the truck, he plays with the truck and then the little boy realizes it's not his. So he gives it back. And the little kid pushes it away. He's like, no, you take it. And so he's like, no, you take it. So the little kid takes the truck. The little kid in the BMW. BMW gives the truck to okay. the little kid, right? Yeah. So it's so a little kid in the car, just he, little boy outside with the cloth cleaning, tries to give the toy Got back. It. Got it. I'm sorry. And he's like, no, keep it. He's like, no, he pushes it away back to the, the boy cleaning. He's like, no, keep it. So the boy now has this truck and he's like, oh, so he disappears like off camera, right? He disappears. And he comes back with this little bag of fried plantains to give him something, you know, like he got a gift. Yeah. So he's sharing. He's like, what? So yeah. then what does the little boy in the car do? He opens the bag of plantains and they're sitting there snacking together. together. I was like, how, what? Like, that's such a beautiful exchange. And you know who's filming it? Not the mother. It's another motorist Just stuck in traffic in who's filming this like yeah. inside their car. Yeah. This is beautiful little exchange. They're just sharing. Oh, what a perfect little. And story. then the little, and then the car eventually the traffic moves. Yeah. And the guy outside is like waving to his friend, you know, because he's just like this friend's leaving. But even in that, it's like sad, you know, because he's like, oh, I had a friend, he was leaving, you know. Yes. But even, do you understand? Yes. That kind of poignancy. Yes. Do you have that as a disembodied conscious? Not, not really. Not the same level. No. You know, there's like something about that is so moving. Oh, know? I'm so glad you mentioned that because yeah. that can help people. Just that little story, like mm -hmm. help people move through their emotions and mm -hmm. to kind of honor them, mm -hmm. whatever they are. Yeah. Emotions are not a bad thing. They, exactly. They can be really beautiful if you just kind of witness them and yeah. allow them to be they and just feel, feel them. them. Yeah. And then they will naturally Dissipate. move on. Yeah. yeah. Well, now, the thing about foundational distortion patterns, okay, which is... Um, the uh, where we 
we we had sort of started. Yeah, I know. Totally. <laughs> Our tangent We're took off. Tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Which happens. Yeah. Um, so, but I think an important one. Um, so foundational distortion patterns are, like I said, um, part of the human experience. So we don't even notice that they're there. That's why they're so insidious. Okay. And we just assume that's how the reality is. So for example, fear of loss is mm -hmm. a very foundational distortion pattern, right? We're, we're terrified of losing stuff. Mm -hmm. People in stuff, our lives, things, yeah, yeah. Anything. people even, right? People. Like we're terrified of like losing the people we love. Yeah. So we do all this crazy stuff to not lose them. Or um, people that we don't even love anymore we don't even, but we can't let them go. Right. You know, that right. happens too, right? Where people, totally. are, right? Because we're afraid of losing them. Like what if something better doesn't come along? Yeah. Right? And then we stay in that relationship, mm -hmm. right? So fear of loss is like such a fundamental distortion pattern. And it comes from the disconnect from spirit, right? Where you don't realize you're this infinite being, this like infinite consciousness, this limitless being that has access to everything. It comes from scarcity is my yeah, point, right? That's another foundational one. Yeah, yeah, another foundational one is absolute scarcity, yeah. right? Where you feel like you're not complete, that you're not enough, that you have to strive to get something outside of yourself to feel complete. Mm -hmm. All of those, whether it's a person or a thing or whatever you mm -hmm. think it is, a circumstance, like both of those things are foundational. We don't really see them. We just think, oh, that's just part of the human experience and we're just, I'm just kind of like this. Yeah runs through everyone. It doesn't matter what your race, your class, it doesn't matter. Mm. When you're born, it's there. And so the only way that I know of to release something, you can try and use different mindset things and all that stuff, but it doesn't really work. Mm. Because ultimately that's programmed into us and we have to release them at the, um, sometimes deep into the DNA level mm. to release it so that we can have a different experience, which is, it sounds like, oh, we're just gonna release it. It's a huge deal. Like humans have had this like, since the dawn of time, like, you know, just in terms of humanness. And it comes, like I said, from that coming through that veil of forgetting. Mm -hmm. And some of us distort pretty heavily, right? Some of us come through and it's like a little traumatic and we kind of like, you know, can deal a little bit. For others, because not only coming through the veil of forgetting and they're forgetting the, their limitlessness, yep. they also distort because now they're all of a sudden in linear time. They're like, oh! I'm not, not even in the eternal now anymore. I'm in linear time, which is much more compressed, much more rigid, much more linear. And it's like, oh no. You know, like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know this if I, this, this is like yeah. a lot. I don't know if it, I, I thought it would be kind of like this, but I didn't quite realize what right. it was going to be, right. right? So there's a little bit of trauma there. Yeah. So until you can release the distortion around that, coming through that veil and then also, and like I said, not everyone distorts at the same level, right? Yeah. Some people come in and they're okay, right? And because um, just of who they are. But they are. still have the foundation. They still have this foundational distortion pattern, yeah. which of course can totally influence your experience of the world in a way that's not great. So yeah, that's why I think they're the worst ones because you can't necessarily, you don't even know that they're necessarily there. Okay, so this GFC is huge. Yeah. And I know you have deep dives yeah. on each topic. Yeah. So are there like just like a certain amount of foundational ones? Like can you name them or is it kind of like a lot but you yeah. can name some of so them? So I'll name some of them to the best yeah. of my ability. Okay, so absolute scarcity is one, which is where you feel like you need something external to complete yourself. Yeah. Um, the fear of loss, like I said, is another one. The um, also um, spirit debt I was just going to ask about that. Perfect. Yeah. Can you talk a little about that? Yeah. There's an episode on it, but yeah. it's a little ways it's back. Quick. Yeah. yeah. So if you want more, like Tia said, go yeah. back and look at the one called Spirit Debt. Um, so Spirit Debt is where it's like a, um, a disproportionate um, exchange in terms of receiving. So yeah. meaning that you have to give a lot in order to receive very little. Yeah. Okay. So meaning you might have to give up, like, for example, like um, your life force or your time or your focus or like emotional stability or even mental stability in order to get something else. Usually of a much lesser quality. So it could be like a sense of security in relationship or job security or money or happiness, you know, mm -hmm. but you get not very much of it, but a lot, you have to output a lot in order to receive that small, small amount. What about like when someone's like, you know, you got to work real hard these days to get what you want, you know, yeah. like people who work every day. Yeah. Constantly, Certainly. and they just feel like, where is the money going? Like, yeah. that's a pattern you're mm -hmm. running, and that affects your reality. Totally. Oh, and okay. it will show up yeah. in different ways, right? So, for some people, it's money, some people, it's love. 
Oh. Right? So for some people where they're challenged with relationship, it's like, it doesn't matter. It's like they go into like um, a lot of like self-abuse or self-punishment because people abuse them a lot. Mm. And in order for them to feel like loved or accepted or seen or heard. So they have to give a lot of themselves in order to receive a little bit from others. In relationship. Oh, yeah, it can I've be really, that, yeah. yeah, it can be really debilitating. Yeah. So it's not just like money. Yeah. Right. It could be a relationship. It could be um, self-worth, for example, oh. can show up like this. So is low self-worth non-deserving a foundation? Yes, it's a foundational okay. distortion pattern. Yep, okay. it is. Yep, there it is. Okay. Yeah, so that's another big one. Mm -hmm. Especially, so low self-worth non-deserving is a huge one, huge one for what I call old souls. Okay, mm -hmm. those of us who've been here for a while and been incarnating, 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 then what I would call an old soul who comes from a higher resonating place of consciousness to begin with, okay. embodies, and then incarnates for a while mm -hmm. to get to this point, by the way, people, in your life where you get to free and become awake. You've been working all these lifetimes to come into this higher level of consciousness. Oh, which is right, right now. Right now. So that's why it's a big deal. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Okay. Like some of us have been here for like millennia trying to like get to Wait this point. We get here. Yes. Because when we came in, the consciousness level was so low. So you come in, you're like, Whoa! <laughs> like, cave, like cavemen. Yeah, like or yeah, or like really like maybe just a little bit beyond that. You know oh, what I mean? Okay, okay. Like, but close. You know, yeah. consciousness very low, yeah. very dense, tribal, for example. Sure. You know, and um, so you have that going on, and then you have it's you know you first coming into this experience of human. For some, they uh, remember um, a higher level of consciousness. It's really difficult, so they incarnate over time waiting for consciousness to rise enough so that they also can have the experience of the human mm -hmm. having this experience of consciousness rising in their own personal consciousness rising they forget that a little bit along the way in all these incarnations but yeah there's something that's pushing them mm. to to seek you know to sure, find something each lifetime to seek to seek seek to seek to yeah. find that connection that they're like i i know it's there yeah. right so a lot of those people are are that's what i would call an old soul right so somebody and some of the old souls didn't come in right into like uh, a consciousness that was low. Some of them would come in through like a society like Lemuria, which by the way existed, people, so just so you know, it existed. And that consciousness was higher. Okay. Well, and what is that? So Lemuria is what was before Atlantis. So Lemuria oh, was I've never heard of that. Yeah. So uh, Lemuria was like um like a uh, like a culture, let's just say, um, where it was of a higher level order where um, it was more new beings from a higher level order and they remembered more okay mm. so they were a little bit separate from the other okay. humans and um, they uh, were able to cultivate practices that um, rem like using their remembering does that make sense of this higher level order so mm -hmm. um, for those Lemurians um, a lot of them are now coming of age, like they're coming into of age now meaning like they've been reincarnating reincarnating they're like yes we're here okay. <laughs> we've made it ah. okay so it's not everybody listening to this is a Lemurian or just so you know some of you are some of you are not it doesn't matter but some I'm just making a distinction okay thank you okay so depending on who you are as an old soul but that's why this time is so critical and when you release foundational distortion patterns for old souls in particular like low self-worth non-deserving which is a trigger for old souls yeah. Um, when you release that, it's such huge freedom because you've been incarnating so many lifetimes with this pattern over and over and over again as part of your experience as a humanist. And when you release it, you're like, oh my God, this is who I really am. And mm. I've been waiting. Mm. I've been waiting for this moment, right? Mm -hmm. So it's really awesome. And even if that moment is just fleeting for now and then becomes more, it's still like, that's right, like an embodied remembering. Yeah, like, at least you touched on it. Yeah. Right. You're right. This is the human experience without that. Mm. Awesome. Mm. You know? So, wow. yeah, releasing the foundational distortion patterns is a really huge deal. Yeah. Also, because um, when you release the foundational distortion patterns, they're really heavy. I mean, just think about it. It's like fundamentally, they're about disconnection for who we truly are. It's like a really big deal. <laughs> yeah. Does that mean they, all the foundational ones, are at the DNA level? Um, many of them are. Okay. Yes. Let me just, yes. I was just like, let me just scan that. Let I actually don't know the answer to that yeah, question. Uh, yeah, yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> so yes, they are. And so that's how hardwired in they are to yeah. us as humans. Yeah. So um, to get to the new consciousness, right? To be able to, be able to, it's not like you're getting anywhere. Just sorry. It's to be able to integrate the higher level consciousness frequencies, okay, mm -hmm. of the new consciousness. Okay. Um, 
it's important to release these heavier, denser foundational distortion patterns. Why? Because they're freaking heavy. And in order to be able to integrate those higher level um, frequencies, you have to get rid of the crud. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. If not, you just can't. You can't access it. You can't access it. Okay. Yeah. That's why releasing the foundational distortion patterns are so key. Okay. Right? So we address this um, in a number of deep dives, as you yes. said. Um, module one of Coherence Mastery like just goes at really hard a lot of the fundamental distortion, foundational and just really deep ones that yeah. run in, through the human. So those, uh, if you're really interested in um, that, even completing module one of Coherence Mastery, you'll start to see a shift because you know what's cool mm -hmm. is that once you start releasing one foundational distortion pattern, then under the, under the other fundamental ones, instead of just one breaking away from you, you start to break away, like they start to clump mm. and like break away together, oh. which is really cool. And I've heard you say this too, where you've experienced, you're like, okay, I thought it was this, and then I cleared a bunch of stuff, and then I feel so much more buoyant after. Yeah. It's because they're not you're not just releasing one. Oh. You're releasing many now at the same time. Oh. Even if you're not like, and that was dick, dick, No, dick, it doesn't dick, happen like, like that. that. No, no, you're just like. I thought it would. <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> but when it's gone, you're like, wow, that was huge. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's cool to get to the point where it's like they don't come back. Yeah. You know, I'm finally kind of at that point yeah. too, where a lot of them it's like, Oh, that's that's done. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that cool? I don't know if it'll come back in a year or something, but yeah. at least it seems it's like it's done. Done for now. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. Okay, Karen. So thank you. Um, the GFC after this, some deep dives, and just to keep listening to them, right? Until yeah. you feel like you can move on to yeah. the next. Exactly, and yeah. then you will um, find that um, there's no other way around. Um, the foundational distortion patterns. It really is the frequency work. Okay. You can't think your way around these distortions. Right. You can't. It's because yeah. you're. It's too high of a resonance and too embedded in you. Um, the important thing to do also is to because these are so foundational, right? Like absolute scarcity is like a really big deal. It's in our lineages. It's in our cultures. It's in our religions now. It's in our consumerism. It's everywhere. Yeah. Right. It's just everywhere. So it's really important to confirm the removal. Like you oh, gotta yeah. be like on it with the confirming the removal because it'll flare up, right? I mean, it's like these are really deep things that you're releasing. It's not like a casual little distortion pattern. Mm -hmm. It's it's foundational. I'm really glad you mentioned that. So for listeners that maybe this is their first podcast, yeah, confirming the removal is a process mm -hmm. where you can actually um, purchase the the GFC the GFC on mm -hmm. your website. Yep, and you can replay that one whether you're in the moment of experiencing a detox, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, or yeah, or if it's in the past. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I found that to be really, really helpful. Totally, yeah. and it's necessary because, um, to your point, I mean, I remove the distortion patterns at frequency level, and because you guys all have free will to some degree, right? Whether it's less or more, you get more as you clear. Yeah. Um, you have to release the distortion patterns out of the lower resonating fields of the physical, mental, emotional realm. Mm. It's your choice. It's your journey. You can't do that for us. I can't do yeah. that. Karen can't do that for you. Yeah. This is you guys choosing to be like, I don't want this anymore. Yeah. I am free. Get out. Yeah. And that's why it's so important. Because if you're just passive, right, just lying there, that's not empowering at all. That means yeah. I'm just like, you know what I mean? Then you're like hoping that someone else saves you. There's no empowerment there. It's just wow. like you're, do you know what I mean? Yes. It's like there's no accountability. There's no empowerment. There's no upward momentum. Nothing happens. And that's not we wanna, what oh, we want to start Started cultivating. cultivating. Yeah. yeah. So confirming the removal is one of your most powerful tools in your toolkit for this work and for seeing change in your life. Because people are like, oftentimes people are like, when will I see massive change? I'm like, have you been confirming your re the removal of your patterns? They're like, what's that? I'm like, yeah, we need to do that a little bit first yeah. in order to get it out of your field so you can see yeah. the massive change that you want. Yeah. yeah, and you would recommend doing that GFC, right? Mm -hmm. Or just confirming them on your own? I think most people, when they start, don't know how to do that. Sure. So I in feel the beginning, in the beginning, it. yeah, in the beginning, use it. It's a five-step process, but like you're a pro now, so you just can do it, right? Yeah, and I kind of have been doing it. Yeah, yeah, totally. If I get a really crunchy one, I'll, I'll play it. Yeah, for help. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Extra momentum. Yeah. And then what will happen is that as your resonance rises even more, for people who want to know what happens, look, you're going to have distortion until you die, okay? Because the distortion is the thing that keeps you from fully being merged back into the one. That's just the way it is. So your physicalness is a distortion. It's not bad. It's just a distortion. Does yeah. that make sense? So people think of distortion it's as only bad. negative, yeah. but it's not. It just keeps you from being merged back. Okay. So you're going to have distortion. You're human. Like that's just part of the, the deal. So you're, um, 
The thing is though, as you rise in frequency resonance, it becomes less important to you to know what they are in order to release them. You're just like, okay, I can sense the distortion. Yeah, it's right here. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna keep my attention on it and now you can release it type of thing, right? Mm. So it's like, you, it doesn't, you know what I mean? The story of like what the distortion pattern yeah, how is. I got how it. I got it. it. Yeah, who did this to me? Oh, no, no. Yeah. It's like, just get rid of it, let's move on. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Trying to ascend here. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it's a little bit like, all right, let's go. Yeah. Chop, chop. Yeah, chop, chop. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you so much for this topic because mm -hmm. clearly this is huge. Yeah. So we have a lot of tools now. Yeah. A lot of information. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Thank you, Karen. Thank you. For those of you who are new, we're just about to start the GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down. Or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations. And many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. If you happen to be listening to the audio version of this episode, please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay, here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for the worst distortion of them all. So as you may know from watching the interview that there are a number of very deep foundational distortion patterns and it is impossible in this short GFC to cover all of them, especially because each of them is quite entrenched. So if you wanted to go deep on some of these foundational distortion patterns, the deep dive for things like the fear of loss or absolute scarcity or spirit debt or low self-worth non-deserving to mention just a few would be where you would go for more in-depth release. Additionally, uh, Coherence Mastery Module 1 addresses a large number of those all sort of one go, like in each of the classes. So that is where you would go for more in-depth release. Today, what we're going to be doing in this particular GFC is to start to initiate at the global setting of human, the release of these foundational distortions. Okay, it's sort of like uh, stretching or warming up and giving you a running start so that if you choose to go deeper, it will create uh, a platform from which you can yield even deeper release. Okay. On its own, it will start to unravel some of these for you depending on who you are and which of these are more deeply entrenched for you. Okay. But again, it is a beginning. Okay. So here we go. Becoming aware of your body. And as you become aware of your body, Becoming aware of the arches of your feet. And noticing 
how high up into your foot it comes, the length of the arch, just noticing the arches of your feet. Good. And now please become aware of your lower belly. So for some of us, we're lucky and our lower bellies are flat. For some of us, our lower, we're lucky and our lower bellies are a little curved. So just notice, and for some of us, it's even more curved, right? There's a lot more looseness here. So just noticing the lower belly, the feeling of the fabric against the skin in this part of the body, noticing if you hold any tightness here, and then noticing what's happening deep within the lower belly, okay? Not even like the flesh, skin, deeper, okay, into the organs beneath the lower intestine, there you might be aware if you're still enough and have been doing this potentially long enough for you to be aware of the movement of uh, what was food through this part of the body, the gurglings, the rubblings, all that sound and movement becoming aware of that. Good. And now please become aware of your breath. Noticing it at first without changing it. For those of you who do these regularly, how is your breath in this moment compared to the last time you did this? Is it different or the same? For those of you who are new, noticing if you have a need to change your breath or judge it or quote unquote want to make it better. And after just a couple of breaths, noticing how it is for you right now, allowing your breath to become much more long, to take up more space. Noticing how deep into the body the breath can drop. Good. And now please become aware of your surroundings. Noticing the smells around you. Perhaps it's coming in through a cracked window or underneath a door. Noticing the smell closer to you, like the smell of your laundry detergent, or your own soap. 
And then please notice the sounds around you. Becoming aware of the sound close to you that you sort of tune out because it's constant and it's white noise, so noticing those sounds. And the sounds that stick out to you more because they aren't constant. Noticing how far away or how close those are. Mm -hmm. Good. And now, if you are new, please blink your eyes open and triangulate. And if you're more experienced and prefer to triangulate with your eyes closed, keep your eyes closed. So for those of you who are new, triangulation simply means to become aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you and noticing the distance between each of these objects and you. So for example, the distance between the bed and you may be five feet. So you would notice that distance and then feel the distance between the bed and you. And you'll do the same thing for objects B and C. And you'll find that as you do this, your sense of where you are in space somehow clarifies, becomes more present and in focus for you. Good. And for those of you who are experienced and faster at this, once you're complete with triangulation, you're going to bring your attention, please, between the hollow of your throat all the way down the sternum, which is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest, down the front center line of your body, to the top of your pubic bone. There's one long line. Breathing normally when you arrive here. I'm just going to give a couple of more seconds for you to catch up. Good. Now let's all take a nice deep breath together. Inhaling, holding your breath in for a count of five. And then when you're ready, exhaling your breath at the speed and intensity you prefer, holding your breath out for a count of four. And whenever you finish that one long breath, keeping your attention on that front center line, in the hall of the throat, all the way down to the pubic bone, and breathing normally. Whilst we wait for the mastermind to coalesce and become coherent. For those of you who are new, whilst we wait for that to happen, please know that I am working on you at the group and the subgroup level. Also, I often work in silence. So if you don't hear me, I've not gone anywhere. When I'm working in silence, it's typically because I'm working on or with really high frequencies. And if I make physical noise, it only drops the resonance, which doesn't serve you. So just know that's what's happening if you don't hear me. I also do make sound, so you might hear me hum or yawn or exhale sharply, and that's typically when I'm releasing stickier, heavier, denser distortions. Not always, but often. And also, if I say something that you 
really resonate with. It's likely something that is appropriate for you, okay? meaning it's within your field. And if I say something that you really resist, it's also likely a distortion within your field. So please be open and explore further. Good. So now that the mastermind has coalesced, bring your attention, please, to the top of your skull. Whatever that means to you is just fine. And also your solar plexus between your belly button and the base of your sternum. Keeping your attention on these two points, let's go ahead and ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this space, please imagine or be aware of a brilliance at its very center. And as you keep your attention on this brilliance that you either see or feel, it becomes much brighter, much more intense because you have your attention on it. And it starts to expand outwards through all of your cells. Through your organs. Through your bones. out through your flesh and your muscles, expanding further through the pores of your skin. Into the space between your physical body and your spirit body. So the outer perimeter of your spirit body is a sphere at arm's length all around you, becoming very aware of the brilliance within the sphere. And now, becoming aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm working on frequency level or sphere level to increase your frequency resonance irrespective of where it began. Pushing your frequency resonance up is one of the most important things we do together because the higher your frequency resonance, The more change there is, the more momentum you have. The more distortion you can release and the faster your integration. Good. 
Excellent. Bring your attention, please, to the space on the inside of your lower ribs. As you become aware of this space, also please become aware of the space between the vertebrae in your neck. So the first thing we're going to release is um, attachment to these patterns. So these foundational distortion patterns really govern very deeply how your reality shows up for you. And a vast number of you are attached to that. Now, I know you want to change. That's why you're listening to this and doing this work. However, this is so foundational. It's like um, the colors appearing the way that they do for you. It's that ingrained. You take it for granted. It's just always like that. So when we want to change, we can be very attached to those very underpinnings of what construct our reality. So I'm going to release the attachment. Good. Becoming aware of the very, very center of your heart space, in the center of your chest, in your nipple line. Deep within the body, however deep you would like to go. Good. So starting to work at DNA level here. To release these foundational distortion. So it's sort of like prying up the edges. Okay. 
good. Becoming aware of the space between your, your, the base of your sternum, which is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest. Okay, all the way down to your pubic bone. We're just going to work on your pain body. We're going to um, not only empty it, but we're going to restructure it a bit, okay, to allow it to um, not contract when you start to release some of these, the, the beginnings of these foundational distortion patterns, okay, because your pain body likes the status quo. It's used to the foundational distortion patterns. So making an adjustment, so it becomes less rigid, more fluid, more adaptable, okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah, and now bringing your attention specifically to the xiphoid process and about three inches or seven centimeters directly beneath it towards the belly button. Just clearing out and resetting it now that we've restructured it a bit. Good. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my time and personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com dot com for more targeted support.